Do you like listening to Cast of Thrones? Well, we are supported by viewers and listeners just like you. So head on over to geeklyinc.com slash donate, where you can throw us a few stags or dragons, or make a recurring donation. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, this week we're going to discuss Game of Thrones Season 4, Episode 3. I am Michael Thriftiner tomorrow, and with me is Nick Bristow. Hey, Thrifty, how are you? Good. Uh, also, Jennifer Cheek is here. Hey, guys. And Timothy Alenning is here. Hello, it's great to be here. I'm 42% man and 58% pizza. <laughs> um, guys, I didn't yell during the intro this week because we're a little. It kind of threw me off a bit. We're a little annoyed. Yeah. It, that was my. That was my. Um, um, what's the What's the word I'm looking for? Your iron and wine opening. No, it's a serious opening. It's my serious opening. That's a serious. Your Elliot Smith be. opening. Yeah, because <sighs> y'all. We're a little. It's, it's some weird stuff happened this week on that, on that Game of Thrones show. Um, um, Breaker of Chains. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and, and just go straight to that scene. Which, if you've watched the show, you probably know what we're talking mm-hmm. about because the entire internet exploded basically. Right. And for after- anyone that's new, typically what we do is we go through the show by section of Westeros slash Essos, kind of chatting about everything that happens there and then moving on to the next section so we might go to king's landing then the wall then to mary and stuff yeah, like that. we organize geographically normally right that's mm-hmm. what we're saying uh but we not don't today. we don't do spoilers until the very end until after the music yada 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 but i think we wanted to get the elephant slash gorilla in the room out of the way first yeah so we need to talk about the scene between jamie and cersei uh i don't even know how if you've not read the books, I, I wonder what people's reactions were. Exactly. Without reading the book. Mm. Um, maybe you were really confused about why your friends who had read the book were so upset. Um, but that scene was a little different. Right. In the books. So I actually kind of just want to... Is that... A, you think we should just read it? I, 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 I don't think that's a bad idea. Okay, because this is the thing. Like, it's We don't spoil for things later on, but obviously this is never going to happen since they already did their interpretation of this scene. Right. Um, so the, the way it went down in the show last night, Jamie goes into the sept mm-hmm. where Cersei is very upset mourning for Joffrey crying. And he, she basically asks him, tells him for the, kind of exploiting their love and or, they want to kill uh, Tyrion. Mm. Well, she wants him to kill Tyrion, right. and he's like, what? That's why, my brother. Why would I do that? It's my brother, and it's bad. And she's like, he killed our son. You have to kill him, Jamie. And she breaks down, and they start to kiss a little bit, and I think I watched this scene twice, and I'm pretty sure I have, maybe you guys can confirm for me, they were kissing, and she kind of catches the sight of his golden hand and recoils. Yeah, maybe it touches her cheek or something. Something. She has some sort of contact with his hand, and recoils, and that's when he kind of freaks out a little bit. 
and is like, why? Because she shuts down and pulls away from him. Right. And he's like, why have the gods made me love a a hateful woman? Right. And And then basically grabs her from behind the hair and starts smooching on her. Mm -hmm. All the while she's saying, no, not here. here, Very obviously not into it. And I... That scene looked about 0% consensual to yeah. me. Right. She kisses him back. And to begin with, to, like, yeah. She, to start with, right. but then she pulls back and says, no. 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 Many times. Not no. here. Not here. It's wrong. Um, It was very upsetting to watch. I was yeah. not I was not expecting it at all. Uh, I feel like this is not the first time this sort of a scene has taken me off guard, and it's really disorienting and upsetting. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So no. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Oh, I was saying. I mean, maybe we should we should contrast with what happens in the book because I think yeah, that right. would probably help. Um, yeah. Explain why we are as upset as we are. So, right. Which I have thoughts. I we have a lot of thoughts that we'll talk about it more. So I'll read it now, and you'll have. To I mean, the, me because this is, the book scene is messed up. Yeah, the books. Like, it goes from a gross scene to a repugnant scene. I think. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. It's you know. We can't, we're not here to, we're only, I think the main frustration from this scene comes from the the real disparity between the book and the show. And like, yeah. it's very, uh, it, it's very gross on HBO's part, what they did to the scene. It is. And it's, and it's not the first time they've taken a scene that was not rape in the book and turned it into rape. Right. Which is really upsetting. Which is Daenerys' scene in yeah. season one. Granted, I mean, that scene's messed up too because also she's messed super up. young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least it wasn't a violent. Right. Like, it, yeah. Like, it, it was a different vibe too. Yeah. It. And that scene's not as bad because she essentially does get raped by her husband cons- uh, after that. By after Drogo. that, she is. Yes. It's so so weird- I saw it as them trying to, to, uh, make the storyline less complicated. Right. And it's like, okay, I see where you're coming it's not, from. Because it's not like all of her interactions with Drogo were consensual. They were not. Right. Just that very first one was. So right. I could see why they did it. I mean, got that one. you could absolutely argue that a 14-year-old girl is incapable of consenting. Yes, I mean, also it, that. For our society, that's how we view it. I mean, it's yeah. obviously this is made up Westeros, but like, right, right, like right. you're not allowed. That's why statutory rape exists. A 14-year-old should not be right. having sex with an almost 30-year-old. It's just, it's just the thing of taking a scene that's kind of gross already and just, like, amping it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I I will read the scene as it happens in the book, and you'll have to, like, bear with me because it's, I mean, like I said, it's a kind of messed up scene anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So she kissed him, a light kiss, the merest brush, brush of her lips on his, but he could feel her tremble as he slid his arms around her. I'm not whole without you. There was no tenderness in the kiss he returned to her, only hunger. Her mouth opened for his tongue. No, she said weakly when his lips moved down her neck. Not here, the septons. The others can take the septons. He kissed her again, kissed her silent, kissed her until she moaned. Then he knocked her, knocked the candles aside and lifted her up onto the mother's altar, pushing up her skirts in the silken shift beneath. She pounded on his chest with feeble fists, murmuring about the risk, the danger, about their father, about the septons, about the wrath of gods. He never heard her. He undid his breeches and climbed up and pushed her bare white legs apart. One hand slid up her thigh and underneath her small clothes. 
When he tore them away, he saw that her moon's blood was on her, but it made no difference. Hurry, she was whispering now. Quickly, quickly, now, do it now, do me now, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Her hands helped guide him. Yes, Cersei said as he thrust. My brother, sweet brother, yes, like that, yes, I have you. You're home now, you're home now, you're home. She kissed his ear and stroked his short, bristly hair. Jamie lost himself in her flesh. He could feel Cersei's heart beating in time with his own and the wetness of blood and seed where they were joined. So, right, right after the scene last night or when the episode was finished, I was like, I've got to go reread this again. Yeah. yeah. And I read it again and my first instinct was like, that's super not what happened. What the hell? She literally right. says, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> do me now. Let's, I mean, I th- as terrible as it sounds, they could have changed Cersei's dialogue. Two percent in the show and made it a little bit better. Right. Yeah. Like if right. she would have said just a fraction of that, it would have made it better. If, now, if you watch not- the scene and want it to be like the book, you can almost make it like the book. You yes. can almost make it. But almost. it's not good. I mean, it's not. It's you have to want it so bad. <laughs> like you have to want to like like her hand grabbing the thing at the end. You have to like. In your head, turn that into oh, that's her being excited and not right. And that's, that's exactly her. what the the director said. Right, she, he said that it was consensual at the end because she grabs onto the cloth <sighs> to steady herself. And that, because that is she so wraps easy her legs to read. around him, that is so easy to read. That's like anyway, fucking creepy ass, like yeah. rape defense lawyer shit. It, yeah. It, yeah, that's a, and that's the thing that actually concerns me and. That people saw that and weren't bothered by it. I'm like, whoa, do you guys know what consensual sex looks like? Because I don't think it looks like that. I really don't. I hope not. Yeah, I and, hope and it doesn't. Jennifer and I were kind of talking about, you know, the fact that there is sort of weird sexual politics along these same lines. I won't go into any detail because some thing happens to some other character, blah, blah, blah. But... There's this weird sort of, like, a woman doesn't want sex, but she does. That sometimes happens in Game of Thrones. It's And it's real. yeah, it's that whole thing. She doesn't really mean no. She means yes. No means yes. And that is fucked. That's it's, fucked. And that's right. what we would call problematic. But <laughs> yeah. it, this is so far away from that that it's like, if this was, if the other instances were bad, then this is just, like, unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It's just. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I, was gonna, I just wanted to pull the quote from the director. So this is a direct oh, quote, okay. quote yeah, from the director. This. He says, well, it becomes consensual by the end because anything for them ultimately results in a turn on, especially a power struggle. Yeah. That is and also that, very I problematic. I get that, but they didn't, they didn't portray that in yeah. the episode. But, but like, okay, a power struggle. He overpowers her. Yeah, that's not right. That's not a power yeah. struggle, and like, that's and even so, rape. that's like. So there's a few things. So we already kind of showed how the dialogue is different, but more importantly, kind of in well, not rereading it now. That is pretty important. But one of the biggest things too is the, the time and place. Yes, the biggest yes. Difference, difference, in my opinion, is. The completely different setting of what's happening. Jamie doesn't get in the books. Jamie doesn't get back to King's Landing until after Joffrey is dead. So imagine this is the first time. This scene is the first time Jamie sees Cersei. Someone to remind me. Last season when they got back together, did what did this scene kind of happen? No, they, no. Like, 
This is the first time they've had sex. Yeah. Okay. Since he's been back. Yeah. And she's rebuffed him a couple times too. Right. Yes. Right. Which which makes it even more bad. This yes, exactly. is it because she, she's, she's already that said she's that we're interested. done. Yeah. Yeah. But whereas in the book, they both have been missing each other so right. much. There's this like very like real like yearning for each right. other. She thought he was possibly dead. Right. He has been in jail for like a year mm. or whatever. And he's lost his hand. Like it's the first time she's seen that. Like yeah, found exactly. out about it. Like right. it, it's a very different. Like the it's, emotional tone of the scene is very different. George R. R. Martin also kind of responded to it briefly, and he said the scene's supposed to skeeve you out. Yeah. But it's supposed to. The main part is that they're having sex next to Joffrey. Right. Not right. And the, that is and the, the skeevy part. Well, the whole. Period sex in a church beside a corpse that is your son. Those four things, like, that's enough. Yeah. Well, that's here's enough the, to be skeeved out by. The, the thing is, consensual sex next to your dead son, that means, like, oh, both these people are crazy, you know, yeah. creeps. Yeah. This is more like, oh, what a horrible thing to do to her next to his son. And, and, and she's so obviously distraught. Like She's, like, crying at the end. Yeah. like Well, she's crying the whole time, time but so, she's yeah. crying... This, while speaking to him at the end. I mean, okay, so we have this, and it's like a horrible thing on HBO's part, and it's like, just like, why, I don't understand why they did this. But now, this character, Jamie, who's done, you know, first season, everybody hates him, everybody wants him to die. For He's good done reason, so much. He pushes a child out of a window. <laughs> but, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> But now, like, he's done so much to redeem himself, and everybody loves him. And in the books, everybody, well, everybody, readers-wise, like, like him yeah. at this point. And now they do this thing where, like, oh, he's still a shitty person. And I, I, I don't like that. That's not where I'm supposed to be with his character. Like, exactly. me, and, my, the, the, me and Jamie's relationship right now. <laughs> the, yeah. first th- the first thing I kind of, one of the first things was, like, this makes all of us who talked about, because we kind of accidentally said... I like Jamie sooner than we should have. Yeah. Right. And it makes us look like, it makes giant us like assholes. assholes. Which like it, it, Jamie is is probably my favorite character. And it's it's such a shitty it and yes, it's just a show, yet yeah, but this is one of the best my, it's like my favorite book series. And the show is just doing these ham fisted, un uh subtle like bashing yeah. of and whack you in the it's head like, like they didn't think the audience would think it was gross enough that they were consensually having sex with their child so right. these are these are my thoughts on like I, I was just trying there are a few reasons why this could have happened this way well number one apparently they meant it to be consensual so apparently okay but like consensual on and and the other thing too is George R. R. Martin just says that like they didn't consult him about the scene at all so they just yeah. this is sort of 100% HBO um, but that makes me wonder why they're doing it, right? Like, and also, they, are they trying to make a different story arc for Jamie right now? Are they right. trying to remind us like this is the guy who pushed He's the kid bad. out of the right. window? But like when they say like, oh, because anything for them results in a turn on, especially a power struggle, like, like, oh, it's it's really turns her on to get raped is basically what they're yeah. saying. They didn't show her getting turned on, and yeah, yeah and, and they did not show her getting turned sad. on. Yeah, uh, so it's either. It's pro- it's one or bo- of either thing or both. It's poorly written or it's poorly directed. I feel or it's like both. I feel like it's it's definitely I, they definitely missed. They definitely goofed. They did not get yeah. a point across the that they thought they were getting across. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they could have fixed it in. They editing. fucked up. They didn't even need. To well, they might have ruined it in editing. I mean, no, they didn't. No, they they didn't, fucking the added like it. creepy ass music behind that scene well, too. The director said that was his cut. Yeah, she. The uh, we're reading a Vanity Fair. I believe Vanity uh, Culture. No, Vulture. 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 Um, article about it, and she basically gives him the out. Like, was this was done this in editing? editing? Like, nope. I and oh, to the director's no. defense, I mean, they fucked it up in editing. Like they they added like really creepy like ominous music in this scene, right? And they could have changed the music and then right. changed the audio a little bit and made it you know seem more. Consensual. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and even like what if there's an extra four seconds where she's like, "You complete me, or I love you." Something, hurry, hurry, yeah. hurry. Yeah, right. Well, okay, and that actually brings me to the other point. So I. Every Monday after Game of Thrones comes out, I go and read lots of reviews and recaps and things. And especially today, I went and read a lot. And some commoners and writers brought something up that I had not thought about before. I thought you said commoners. What now? I thought you said commoners. Oh, some commoners, Some commoners brought up some point. (laughs) They're the commoners of the the internet blogosphere. Of the Uh, Game of Thrones fandom. Yeah, I know. Some commenters brought up the fact that, like, look at that scene again. So, number one, in the books... This scene is from Jamie's point of view. Right. And we have a good history of unreliable narrator happening in Game of Thrones. And when I read it with that in my brain, I was like, ooh. Well, there's not a a consistency of unreliable narrator. He's almost pretty much admitted that he messed up a scene. Well, okay, but no, but but you're still getting, it's not maybe not unreliable narrator, but you're still getting someone's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Which is necessarily... It's not objectively the truth. Yeah. It's what he's thinking in his head is happening. And Cersei does clearly say no and pounds on his chest to right. say, I don't want to do this. And my in my brain, I'm trying to justify it. Like, she just doesn't want to do it there. But at the same time, if she's saying well, no, Well, she does saying, say not no. here, not here. Right. And, and, and I was like, well, she just doesn't want to do it there. It doesn't mean she doesn't want to do it. But she still said no. And right. he still kept going, which is pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um... And someone was pointing out that perhaps her consent later was her attempt to get him to hurry it up and be done so she could not have mm. him on her anymore. Mm, okay. right. I see that. I mean, uh, that's a really, and, and but, I'm upset with myself for never having thought of that before because why was I being, why am I giving Jamie so much, you know, benefit of the doubt there? Well, is it's because everyone hates Cersei. That's why. I've, yeah, I've, that's true. But I feel like that's I, I, do, a, I, I feel still, like that's a failing on my part. For I still do like think that. there there's a lot to be read in that scene of her I th- enjoying it and liking it. I think Martin. I think today Martin's uh, response today on his live journal or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> he has a live journal. I think it. Uh, he does. I think. <laughs> it, I think it kind of rules that out because he talks about where both of them are in their heads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They have a they have a messed up relationship. Exactly, both of them towards each other. It's not healthy. It's not good. Right. Um, I mean, they're brother and sister having sex. Yeah. Honestly, that's even the that is the lowest. That's like the least important part. That's like the least important. And Jennifer and I have just they're twins, so it doesn't even count. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're the same person. They said it. Uh, Jennifer and I kind of discussed something along these lines even before this episode because. Uh, of some of the problematic um, wildling sexual practices yeah. and the aforementioned spoiler-based other thing that There's happens. There's another thing that happens um, later. And they were kind of like, well, that's kind of within maybe this person's 
kink or fetish or lifestyle or whatever. Who knows? But I don't here's know. my problem. How am I gonna have to make an excuse every? Is it really likely that every time I make an excuse up, that's what's going on? Like, yeah. Is, what is it? It's like the 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 simplest answer is probably the right answer. Like at some point, Occam's you, razor. Yeah, at some point you have to stop making excuses and right. It 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 just bothers me as as a person, as a woman, as a feminist that. This is a, this is a series that I care about a lot, and I feel like I'm constantly having to make excuses yeah. for it to people, and mm. I don't need any more things to make excuses for. Right, and that's, stop being shitty, HBO. Yeah, stop. And, and we're not saying <laughs> that it's shitty because there's rape in it. There's definitely rape in the books, and the biggest issue is how much extra rape there's or violence against women is added. And they're adding things all the time. It, it, I feel like very re- recently. They've been doing this thing where, like, we need to show that this person's a bad guy. I know we will make him attempt to rape somebody or threaten to rape someone. It's getting really exhausting. It's, and I think we said that. It's heavy handed, it's lazy, lazy. and Mm. it's offensive. And also, a lot of people have been sexually assaulted. Like, that's one thing. Like, if you've been murdered, you're not going to be watching right. this show. <laughs> you might still be watching this show if you've been sexually assaulted. And that shit's triggery and can mess you up. And it's such a thing that you have to be delicate with. And some of my biggest complaints about Game of Thrones to date is their lack of sort of tact and timing mm-hmm. and ability to be subtle because there's all the sex position. Like, yeah, we... I, I I want the days when we could just be like, I wish we were talking about the Auburn Martell scene right I now. Know. Like, how dumb is that? Like, why are they doing this? Like, but so five's uh, an orgy. Yeah, like, I'm not even mad about that. Like, go, oh, there's two girls randomly kissing in the background right. for no reason. Well, okay, like they seem to enjoy it, I guess. So whatever. The back in the day when the women were just not all. I mean, obviously this this series has some of the best female characters ever, but still they have the very problematic like. Background dressing women that are just yeah. there to like we, got, we need our requisite boobs and butts this this right. episode. So just uh, have a few boobs and butts and crotches in the background. Yeah, like it already has that problem, and the fact that that's like so low down for me now is upsetting yeah. to be honest. So, all right. So mm-hmm. so I think is there I think any we can say things? that first of all they they goofed the scene. It did not come across as they meant it to come across, and also no. on top of that. There's also suspect motivations. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's a kind of a double whammy there. So that's why we're and so I, disappointed and why we're spending so much time on this. Yeah. And, and I, I know, like, I am going to be continuing to think about this a lot. I feel like I have more reading I want to do and more talking I want to do about it. So come talk to me on Twitter about it. I've been yelling about it for, like, the past day. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and, and again, like, if you don't agree with us... I would just be very careful because this is such a sensitive topic. Don't be shitty. Don't, don't be shitty. Don't be <laughs> shitty. Think about the people around you may have been hurt, uh, may have very legitimate reasons for being upset by this. Don't be a, right. don't be that person. Just please don't. Right. It'll make me sad. You don't need don't to. You don't need to a hundred percent understand it to yeah. to yeah, respect is, it. Exactly. Don't be the person that tries to defend a rape scene. That's not a good look. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's not gonna. Don't. It's not gonna get you anywhere. Like that's only yeah. gonna make you an asshole. Yeah, yeah. and and the thing, like a baby thing that kind of sucks is we watch the show a lot of time with our friend Bobby, who's never seen or hasn't read it. So when they get to the sept, and when Jamie clears it out, 
Jennifer like grabs my foot and we kind of get like, oh, they're going to do it. I was excited because I love it. It's going to be this gross scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like the fact that that even happened was hilarious to me. Like these, these brothers, brother and sister fucked in a church while she's on her period beside her dead child. Like that's messed up and made me laugh. It's like the first thing that happens, you know, like that was, that another kind of funny story is that was spoiled for Jennifer. That was like one of the first things. That was like one of the first things I ever read about Game of Thrones by accident that that happened like yeah that was like the first mm. that's probably like only real big spoiler i ever saw i knew ned died before but. <laughs> that was it so i i feel like i had a weird connection with that scene and now i'm questioning it, my everything it makes me and i just i just miss jamie he he did so he did bad he did so bad in that scene yeah yeah like i just jamie's always been the one he defended brienne from being raped like and now he's right. going to go be a rapist well, and, himself? And what it's the, the fuck? The, it's going to be, you know, unless they are, like, trying to change his whole character. It's really problematic that now he's going to go on and be this guy that we like. Yeah, right. you can't. Like, you can't. I would. I hope people aren't able to ignore that. I actually think that's kind of a theme in this episode. Those people that you're like, oh, those, like, lovable bad guys. It's like, no, they're kind of bad. Yeah. Like, they're kind of real bad, actually. And, and maybe that's the point they're trying to get across. I just don't. But it's like. Jamie would never do that. Yeah, he loves he Cersei so much. And yeah, the sex that he had in the book was not the most PC thing on the planet and not technically okay. But they have a weird relationship in general. Exactly. The two of them together have a weird relationship. So I don't, I don't know. I still need to think about that some more Let's, for myself um, personally. So I think, yeah, I think it's time to move on. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for bearing with us. Yeah. And I think I'm sure you understand. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, we had to. We had to talk. Uh, there's like, no way I could never have talked about like any of these other like bull, like little bullshit things with with this hanging over my head. So now I feel like I have a weight off uh, my chest. I've been and I've literally I've been home like by myself all day and just like yelling little bits on Twitter. So and hollering. I'm I'm glad that and I didn't even yeah I'm glad we got to start. Right. So what did you guys think of the episode? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> there were parts that were very interesting that I was very glad they're setting yeah. up. Um, I, I was very surprised that they like started right out like here's Joffrey's dead face like we're gonna start uh, they keep showing his off. face and it's really funny looking like weird looking oh, it's like, look how dead he is um, it's weird I, like purple and like I think they had to do blood. that thing yeah I think they had to do that thing where they're like remember where we were last week last and it's like Joffrey's dead since yeah. is running away with this guy yeah like, I thought that I thought it opened awesomely you know yeah. right exactly where the last episode ended mm-hmm. and then they very rarely do that so it was kind of fun to see yeah it. it was I thought it was a little silly how no one caught Dantos and Sansa but besides that it was, I guess there's just too much yeah. else going yeah, on who gives an S yeah this happened but, last last week uh Sir Dantos is grabbing Sansa and then this week she's like cool. you need to come with me if you want to live no, but and, you see, and you see him running off like uh, down to, like the side of the the party. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like back of the frame when Tywin's like, "Someone grab her!" And Sansa's like, "We're running!" <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, then it's like a bunch of like weird cuts where they're like running down some alleyways and like going through streets. different doors. Getting and in a boat. They get in they a get boat. The boat is daylight, yeah. and then it's dark. Suddenly it's <laughs> night, and and fog is everywhere. <laughs> Like, is this a ghost ship? Are you taking Sansa to a ship full of ghosts? Are you a ghost? What's happening right now? Uh, uh, soon I mean, to be the, a ghost. It, it, it is the dinner dinner, so it could have been like five or maybe sure around wasn't. six. It or was so. just funny. It was it funny. It was like such a like abrupt switch. Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. nighttime. Now. Or he's like rowing for hours. Yeah. 
Like, Dantos is like, oh, I'm so tired and drunk. I'm Sir Dantos. So. Sir Dantos seems like way more sober than he should. Like he doesn't he slur his help. words. He's not like sweating everywhere. Like he never tried to kiss Sansa. I yeah. Tried, hey, I'm not complaining about that. Take that shit out. I don't need that. So one of my f- favorite things about the things that usually I just like to question why HBO. If we say HBO, I don't know why we say that. Uh, David Benioff and the whole uh, network of yeah. HBO. Uh, <laughs> it's just easy that way. I don't want to directly insult a person. Bill, all these people I know at HBO that I'm making yeah. up right now. Uh, basically, why they changed it and why they keep some things because when Dantos kind of helped Sansa climb the ladder, they took a, a line essentially from the books that was completely out of context now because <laughs> they're originally. Climbing down this secret, like, st- t- like stone, right? Like, stairway? like yeah. cliff, like cliff stairs. Yeah, it makes Sansa look like the giant, like giant like baby. Like, <laughs> I don't want to climb up this tiny ladder onto a ship. And like, I, and, no, that's yeah. not what happened. And that's not me being like, oh man, why the change books things? I'm just, I just want to be like, question. Just why? <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't. Well, they didn't want to be like, hey, we need to build another fucking wall. Yeah, that's true. That's we gotta true. get some CGI up in here. Yeah, it's so. too late to like, change. How about a ladder? We'll build you a yeah. ladder. But then, but it was more like, oh, this looks like a ghost ship, and there's fog, and that's like true. I'm climbing up on the ship by myself. So yeah, so I get that. Not the apprehension of like this is a ladder. It's just like I'm. This ladder's. I don't know who's tall. on this boat. I can't see anyone. So yeah. she she finds out eventually that it's Littlefinger. Guys, Littlefinger's been gone so long. And he grabs her like real close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Creepy. So uh. I felt like this episode had uh, some cartoonish villains <laughs> going yeah. on, yeah, it which kind of made me laugh. Uh, it was a, a bit of a juxtaposition to um, Jamie's villainy at the at the uh, earlier. Yeah, in the it's epi- like some, it's like like real like deep shit, and then like here's a cartoon bad guy twirls yeah. his mustache. Aiden Gillian on a rail, railroad track accent is all over the place in this scene. <laughs> I love it because I love him. He's the best little finger in my heart and mind. Oh, he is little finger. Like he embodies it. I think right. Mm-hmm. And, and also he's whispering in weird ways. So it's like shoo, Sansa. You must be quiet. And yeah, <laughs> apparently rowing for hours doesn't get you that far away from shore. Exactly. No, no sound travels. You know. Well, it's a ghost ship. So. It is. It's full of ghosts. It is um, manned by ghosts. Yeah. So basically, everything is a lie. Littlefinger set up the whole thing. The necklace is fake. Everything is fake. Yeah. Um, he smashes the thing. It's nightshade or whatever he says. Yeah. What? Well, I don't. Yeah, I didn't really get the smashing thing. He was like, ah. Well, this he was just like, these week. aren't these aren't gems. These this are is these, re- this yeah. is rock candy. Right. Yeah. This yeah, is fake shit. Um, and, and then he's all like, hey, Dantos, don't you want to get paid? And he's like, yeah, I do. And he's like, how would you like to get paid with this arrow in your face? And Dantos yeah. says, hey, wait. I don't want, I don't want that, but he gets uh, it for, First of all, Jennifer, it's a quarrel, not an arrow. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, so wait, it's actually tell- a bolt. Oh. Son of let's a, have a bitch. I think quarrel could actually fit. How about you guys tell me the difference between an arrow, a quarrel, and a bolt? A bolt. I think a, here, I feel uh, like a quarrel might be both. I don't know why. Uh, not, I don't I bet. know what a quarrel. Quarrel is a bolt is definitely uh, uh, an arrow comes out of a quarrel, an angry argument or disagreement. Oh, I might be saying it it wrong. (laughs) I might have spelled it wrong. Uh, Oh, a quarrel or a boat, a bolt, I can't talk, um, is the ammunition used in a crossbow. So we're both right. Yeah. I was wrong, though. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Mountain Blade 
uh, Game of Thrones mod where they say bolt. So <laughs> that is right. uh, uh, canon. <laughs> Great. But you are right. It's not an arrow. Jennifer is wrong. We can all agree on that. Wait, we can all agree like about All Jennifer's corals are bolts, but not all bolts are corals. It's impossible to say. We shouldn't. We don't need to. We need to figure this out. The people want to know. Okay, they sail. They sail away to quote unquote home. So, um, and then we switch over to Marjorie. Well, I think uh, important is that Littlefinger is taking hella blame for this. He (laughs) claims to have manufactured the necklace. He claims to basically justify the killing of Joffrey. Right. And he s- tells Sansa that she would have been blamed for the killing of Joffrey. Right. So she, she has to be chillax. Yeah, like, you have no choice. You're all alone. Right. Then he smashes that crystal. And he's like, we're going home. I do love how he's like, everyone lies all the time. You're safe with me. <laughs> yeah. They're not in the capital. They're in international waters. Uh, so like- I don't think it matters. I just thought that was a, a funny way to do that. I just wonder if he, like, was being blatant, being like, I'm teaching you a lesson, Sansa. Well, one of Littlefinger's <laughs> first scenes was with Ned Stark, and it was awesome, and it kind of set up the Game of Thrones show, and I don't remember the exact lines, but it's basically Littlefinger responding to Ned, saying, uh, not trusting me was the smartest thing you've ever done, because yeah. I think Ned says something along the lines of, when I first saw you, I didn't trust you. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, why would you do that? Don't do that. That's don't do that. bad. Anyway, well, the so thing Sansa's is, like, saying that just makes me like, oh, so I can't trust you because you're telling me not to. It's like a double negative. Yeah. I see how this is going. You can only <laughs> trust the man that tells you he's lying. Hmm. Now, uh, so Marjorie and the Queen of Thorns are discussing how queen she is. She's basically, yeah. it's just a quick little scene where Marjorie's like, me, Ma, I'm cursed. All my <laughs> husband. Cursed yeah. hell. Yeah, <laughs> this scene, like, it's like, Marjorie... Didn't uh, <laughs> didn't know about the the thing to kill Joffrey. Obviously, I was a little surprised. I know it kind of makes me happy because I'm a hater, and I've always been saying that Marjorie wasn't nearly as in on it as I think you said. I pointed to Jennifer, um, but uh, the Queen of Thorns does say that she handled Joffrey very well. So yeah, like she, she should be commended. Yeah, yeah, but she's like, oh, and, and the she- Queen of Thorns is like. Man, it sucks that she he didn't like consummate you before uh yeah. he stick, stick that dick in you and get you. You should have hopped on him when he was choking, man. Yeah, just get rid of Like just get up, get right in there. Like just get yourself a Whatever, baby. we're already, you know. Ugh. Yeah, I, I do love how Marty's like distraught, like I have bad luck. And she she's and, and I do think it's kind of like uh, she's like genuinely distressed by like how awful it was him dying in front of her, yeah, which like, I think is actually kind of a credit to her personality. Like you, you have some goodness in you. Yeah, while you're upset by this asshole dying in front of my you. My first husband preferred the company of men and was stabbed through the heart. My second had a penchant for torturing animals and <laughs> was poisoned <laughs> to death at his wedding. wedding. Yeah, but then poor- she's like, "Oh, the next one will be easier." So, yeah. so the next one will be easier. Who knows yeah. who that'll who be? Knows who that'll <laughs> be? that will be. Who knows? But the next person in line for the throne is Tommen, Joffrey's so little brother. Right. So we'll see if they hold up that marriage pact the same way. And uh, Tyrell, the uh, Lady Olena, sim- seems to think that they still need that pact regardless. Right. So she'll probably push for that. I I'm mean, sure Tommen's like she- five, though, so... 
Except for not New Tommen. New Tommen's sexy. New Tommen's like at least thirteen years old. So. <laughs> I miss I miss Book Tommen because Book Tommen least. at this point he's like chasing cats and shit. Book Tommen is adorable, and I want to be his best friend and hang out. I with hope him. that certain uh, characters, certain sirs from, certain from the books, not gonna say who, but I hope they not show who. up. I think about that that character. I was thinking often. about that while we rewatching it with this new model Tommen who is in nine bo- uh, British boy bands and, I'll, oh, and it made me happy in my sure heart. Is. Yeah, he and he he's like in Abercrombie. Do people care about that anymore? I don't he know. He looks like what one do the of youth wear these <laughs> days? I don't know. He looks like one of those kids that have 5 million Instagram followers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like for sure, and he like has cute little pictures with his little high school girlfriend, probably, mm-hmm. and like they draw hearts. They maybe kiss, but it's mostly on the cheek. They make I little heart like symbols my, with their My hands. little baby, my little baby brother is seventeen, so I feel like I I'm aware of these things. Yeah, but maybe they'll just marry um her off to Sir Loris. Really, Marjorie to yeah. Sir Loris. Yeah, go all together. No, I tell you guys what I've been th- I've been thinking about this this go week. Ahead. Um, this would not be an advantageous uh, a coupling for uh, Marjorie at all. But guess who I'm shipping these days? Who's shipping? Brienne and Marjorie. I'm there not for gonna, it. One hundred percent. Not gonna help. Last episode, they were walking together. It was great. I loved it. Okay, now I'm done. Why would you <laughs> marry your daughter off to a minor house that's already? Because uh, she's a great fighter and she knocked Loras on his ass. It was plus great. Plus all the sapphires. Oh, yeah. all the so sapphires. many sapphires. Uh, guys, so speaking many. of marriage, let's take a I'm trip over to the Sept where Joff uh-huh. is laying and... Um, just dead as a door. He has just the decomposing. best eyes. Now, what did you guys think about the rocks? Because I have a very specific thing in my brain which makes me... Very happy. I uh, thought rem- they look like rocks. It reminded me that- of the first episode of the first season when I was yes. like, well, those rocks look silly. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, did, if, but it was awesome. They, yeah, like- if you remember back the very first episode, the John Aaron has those same rocks in his eyes. Yeah, I think it's like a thing in Westeros. It's so kooky, but there was no Silent Sisters, which maybe. No, they were. No, they totally were. They were. Yeah, they were in the background. I did saw. Did they them. have that weird ass hat? I don't remember. I definitely saw them in the back, though. They were there. Where do you think they get rocks that look so much like eyes, though? That's a good point. Uh, I, they how... paint them, Nick. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, so this is a weird, weird. This this is the scene, and but it's also yeah. it's two scenes together. Both sides are very strange, and I kind of dig it because Tywin is doing this whole. This is not the time nor the place, which is kind of funny. Because Lady Olena in the previous scene mentions how it's not a good time to press her queenship. Yeah. But Tywin is wasting zero time. He's uh, literally right in front of the corpse of his cooling grandson. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, yeah. other grandson, you got to be a good king. Let's Socratic method this thing right now. Your dad yeah. was a bad king. Your dad was an asshole. Your brother was an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And, and Cersei's like crying right there. This is uh, as he's shit talking her. Son. Well, we gotta get him. Like this is our like show watchers, whatever. Real introduction to Tommen, right? And it, it, it basically this his character has been ignored uh, by Cersei, by everyone, by <laughs> all the like, readers, by George R. R. Martin. And now they're like, oh shit! Now we gotta yeah. pay attention to this kid. It, well, but the kid. thing is, it's good because right away we see. This kid isn't an asshole. He's just like been doing his thing, like well, living his royal life and not being spoiled to shit because everybody yeah. ignored him. Like we didn't see Bran in book one knocking over Tommen, 
a little roly poly Tommen yeah. and with his wooden sword or whatever. He's like we didn't so see any of that stuff. In the books, you guys. But we do get a scene in season two at dinner. It's Marcella, Tommen, Sansa, and Cersei. And I believe it's after Bran and Rickon die. And Tommen says, I don't want them to die. It makes me sad. Oh, and this is yeah, when they're at true. open war. That's so true, they set up Tommen being a nice baby. He's a sweet, he yeah, really is a sweet. And then later guy. that season. He, uh, Joff makes fun of him for crying yeah. when Marcella goes to Dorne. There's also a little moment last episode where when the little people came out and Tommen's kind of like laughing, but then he notices Tyrion sitting beside him and like immediately has this like very solemn look on his face like, oh, I was being a jerk. I'm a bad boy. So he seems to have a very good heart, mm-hmm. at least. So that seems seem to be getting better yeah. <laughs> and, and, <you laughs> all know, around, Nick, actually. W- Nick was saying that it's kind of an w- introduction for the show watchers. This is kind of an introduction to the book readers, too, because this is a different Tommen. He's much it, it older. Is. He's older, so we don't know what they'll do with him, but he seems to be Gallant. willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. That's the main I, thing. He's receptive to counsel. Yeah. And Tywin does this whole Socratic method thing where he's like, what makes a good king? And Tommen's throwing things out. He's like, being uh, holy. Pious. Yeah, being holy. And yeah. Ju- Tywin's like, being just. No. Yeah, I mean, just, he, and he has good ideas. And um, Tywin explains why each of those ideas are wrong. Each of uh, it's weird that the best one is the one where uh, Tommen has to listen to his grandfather. You know, that's, that that's cracked, odd how that works out. That cracked my shit up, though, because it literally was like, hey, you know what's hey. the best? Listen to, to your old granddad forever and ever and ever. That Honestly, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's what happened to me the first time I went to the Cold Stone Creamery, <laughs> and Vanilla comes out of the bag and is like, hey, you know what the best ice cream is? And I'm like, uh, chocolate with peanut butter swirls in it. And he's like, Vanilla. Like, okay. <laughs> and, and now you only you still only eat vanilla ice cream. You Vanilla's know what? Vanilla. vanilla is the best flavor, the, and then you can put other stuff in it, but like you want that base. He's yeah, like, do you know anything about pralines? What if a, a minor vassal attacks you with pralines? <laughs> what do you do? I was you like, eat I don't know. Him. <laughs> um, and then, so so Tom has this nice, and he Tom realizes that the best, the best thing, the best way to be a good king is to be wise. Uh, and then Tywin, they 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 go off and start walking out of the sept, and Tom Let's is like, Papa Tywin, tell you about fucking. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're gonna have to get married, right? You have yeah, I know I'm gonna have to get, get married. You know how fuck? I, I think. <laughs> but like, no, specifically. <laughs> Tommy, you've shirked it, right? Okay, good, good. Well, let's go Everything's get you a prostitute. <laughs> oh, man. Don't this... kill this one. <laughs> I, I actually didn't. The first time I watched this, I didn't like hear that that's what was happening. I think we were laughing was, over it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was silly and I liked it. And then the terrible scene happens. So, right. so they leave. Well, then, we yeah, Cersei um, comes in. She wants Jamie to kill Tyrion. Now, um, if you're listening to the podcast, now re- rewind to the beginning. And then <laughs> yeah. you can hear that part. Listen to it again. Yeah, then the questionable sex happens and it's bad. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah? Do you want to take a, a watering donkey down to the Riverlands? Because it's river? Is that they're, why it's by, a they're by a river in this scene. Way down the Riverlands. Why don't we all take a horse, all the four of us together on it? Guys. We don't, got, we don't got extra horses. Before we go on, let me just set this scene up for you. We start with the hound peeing up river, and then the horses are drinking <laughs> that pee. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> That's their kink. I don't even know if that's true, but now you're going to think it is. <laughs> the hound is like, yeah. I yeah, just assumed yeah. it was when you said it. Just I then. doubt it because I think they probably got their own water from it, but. 
It's yeah. No, he was peeing up. on the top of the hill. It goes down into the river. They drank it. Was he peeing? Because there's a lot of peeing in this episode. He's there's peeing. There was a lot of peeing. He's peeing at the top. I'm was it, pretty this sure. This is probably the most pee-pee in any... We can, that's positive. It was some bullshit, though. It was, you could barely say it. I don't want to see the underside of a penis when they're peeing. Oh, that was that the not fakest... That was the fakest wang. We'll get to this later. How dare you? That was that the was, most fake. I'm sorry. How dare you? That's like one of those things that girls use to pee in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like one of yeah. those. What are those called? They're yeah. called squatting. Squats? I think they're called a porta penis, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Anyway, What's happening? The know. hound is peeing in his drinking water, and Arya yeah. is like, What? I mean, rashes. Yeah. And she does, she loves him. Hey, look at these. These turned up. Oh, <laughs> that's not. And so then funny. we get the like most unrealistic, like, two, like, father daughter who are, yeah. like, overwhelmingly, like, accepting of, like, weird strangers with armor. But only because they said they fought for the Tullys. There's always that tense moment in Game of Thrones where it's like, who'd you fight for? And it's like, oh, what's the right answer? It's really flipping a coin at that point. You got to think, like, where are we? Where are we? Yeah. Is this a survivor? Now, here's a fun exercise. Who the fuck is this dude? Mm, now, we farmer. have no idea, Avi, but... but Tim, because Tim and I were discussing this, and Tim's like, would a peasant own land? He would, a peasant Not would never really. say, this is my land, no. not to someone in armor. Who is this dude? Is he a hedge knight? So what I'm doing, he's not a hedge knight, because he's a hedge knight. Son of <laughs> he's not a hedge knight. What I've said, because <laughs> I like to write my own fan fiction, is he's a landed knight that possibly found the piety of the church and laid down his sword. He's very uh, pious. Yeah. He's also, right. like, maybe he's given up alcohol, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even he's though he's alcohol good. is, like, a more, like, you know, you don't get sick as Even often. though alcohol is good. It's good and great. <laughs> um, I think everyone can agree that it's Howland Reed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, it's a Zora High. <laughs> it's Zora High. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, they're like, oh, you, you fight for the Tollies? Like, um, you know, it's, there's going to be a storm. Maybe you should come back and yeah. not rob us. My daughter <laughs> please, makes the best don't. rabbit stew. You're so giant and scary looking. Please don't hurt us. This show, this show, this episode had many a hilarious moment. It did. So. And how, how, raise your hand, even if you're listening at home, especially if you're driving, we'll especially it. if you're on the bus. Yeah. Two raise hands, hand, please. Two hands if you're on the bus. Uh, raise your hand if you were a mad ox and you just wanted this scene to end when they're oh. eating that dang soup. Oh, forever. It was terrible. I'm like, you guys are not even eating half of that. You're spilling it all down it's your, like, your chain chin chins. You're being so rude. They yeah. ate that stew so hard. And the fact did they eat the stew? They, they were drink. just like no, they, they drank the like, stew. They went after they that. Stew. They went after that stew. They were like, Argh. she was eating those radishes. She was that hungry. And then and then the guy was like praying forever. <laughs> and the hound's like, I'm praying the stranger doesn't kill us in our bed for no fucking reason. They awesome. Pray all seven fuckers. Yeah, the one, the one line that was really weird in this this scene is when uh, after they're done, she's like, it's really good. <laughs> like oh yeah, it, well, it, it, it I, sounded like a like a line from like a modern yeah, show. I, yeah, yeah, it was a, a little anachronistic. It's like, oh great, great stew. Well, uh, but, I really it, enjoyed how it's super good. It's super delish. I really enjoyed how the hound was just like going after it, and you're like, oh hound, that is. Oh, hound. But then Arya like just as hard like goes after yeah, her. Because she's half feral now too. <laughs> it was weird. Her and Rick and just need to hang out and be feral together. It was Whatever weird when she is. took a selfie and then she said hashtag foodie at it. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, was that really Was that necessary? Yeah. Well they, and then they discuss a little bit of the house right stuff and right. the dude yes. is like, hey man, 
You look like a strong, strapping fellow. If you stay here, we can do some honest pay for some honest work. I hid some silver, which your old evil friend, uh, what's his nuts from that was killed episode one? Polliver. Polliver. Uh, mentioned all the small folk have silver hidden away. He's like, I'll give it to you because I'm a trusting dum-dum. Well, I'll give you some of it. Yes. You know, fair pay for fair work or whatever. And the hound's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, totally do that. And then that's what happens. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, that's it. That's they, all. they agree and they do it. They agree and they do it. Uh, no, what actually happens is that is that guys that Helmet is still an asshole and he. Well, they they sleep there for the night. Mm. Yeah, of course. They wake there and he's like, "Okay, give me some pay." Apparently, because we don't see this, all we hear is like a scream. Screams. From... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, Arya wakes up. Runs outside and is like, what did you do? And it's just like the guy's like sitting like on the ground, like with like a head injury. He's like, like oh, wait. Oh, you hit me in the head. Why did you ouchie my head? I didn't like the scene for two reasons. Uh, Jennifer was kind enough to remind me the hound is not a good dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. So that was like, okay, fine. Whatever. I mean, the thing is that he and Arya have been like all buddy cop the past little bit. So it's like, I, I, I think, like, for me personally, I have a really hard time. I want to like characters in the show. I want to sympathize with them and, like, forget about the shitty things they've done. And the show is not letting us do that right now. It's like, right. no, this person is still yeah. kind of bad. I but mean, it is it is fun to get these, like, weird scenes that aren't in the book. Well, not really. Right. This is a sad one. I mean, yeah. if he were a actual bad guy, he would have just slit this guy's throat. He would have, like, you know. He's just gray. In, in the scale of black and white, he's a very gray He's like, look, character. this guy. And I believe that he does actually believe that this guy's going to be dead by winter. And he and sure, he sure doesn't, open, doesn't need the silver. And he probably, he's probably right. He probably will be dead. He this guy's invited a, the hound. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> well, he doesn't know who the hound is. But just look well, at him. A look, giant, yeah. sketchy dude. You know what well, they say. You could judge that fucking book by its cover. That's what they say in Game of Thrones. That's true. You, you gotta do it. Well, I mean, Arya did have smartness. She said he was wounded fighting for the Tullys. Right. And yeah. she definitely mentioned fire, even though fire she never connected to his burns. Well, I or, think she said it in hoping the guy would make the connection. Exactly. Like, is a smart on. little BB. And she's good she at it. She is. Right. I, I have spoiler thoughts on this. Okay. Because well, it's that weird scene. Like, so sometimes what happens in the show version is they tw- uh, tweak things that happen in the books. Yeah. Sometimes they do it twice, kind of. Or maybe mm-hmm. they'll do it twice, kind of. Or sometimes they cut things out entirely. Right. So it's hard for us to be like, oh, this was this. We can talk about this now because they did. Yeah, it. yeah. There's there's similar scenes, I guess. Um, uh, one last thing I just wanted to like point out before we move on from it is that the guy does talk to them about the guest right and about how terrible what happened at the red wedding was that Walter Frey had given you know the Stark's <laughs> guest right and and denied it. Um, or gone back on it, and that guest right still means something to him and right. to other people. That I just want to just remind everyone: the whole guest right thing is a huge deal in Westeros. Like, you don't feed someone and then murder them in your house. It is very, very bad. Right, right. That's Especially the, the farther north you get, the more people care about that shit. Yeah, I believe. So just for sure. put that in your brain. And I just want to make one double last point: in that um, the Hound makes a, a fair point, and when he says to Arya. How many Starks have to be beheaded before you wake up and realize that, you know, things in this world are not nice and rosy? Both Stark girls are getting a little bit of a rude awakening on practicality. Yep. 
I just um, want to make a triple last point. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I just wanted to say a triple last point. Um, um, so shall we, shall we move on? Do you guys want to take a cold donkey to the wall? Yeah, I do. Sure. The wall. This is like a real salmon gilly kind of uh, week yeah. here. We haven't I, seen those two in a while, and apparently gilly haven't. is uh, kind of working, kind of working for Hob. Yeah, she's she's be making herself useful. She's just plucking uh, plucking chickens or turkeys or something. Where do they call the stew three finger stew? Oh, I don't know. It's three finger hob. I know it's three I finger guess. hob, but I can't remember if they call the stew three finger stew. But they should. I don't know. They should. Um, Sam was very worried about Gilly because she's literally the only woman there. Mm-hmm. And he's really and the, the thing is about the Night's Watch is that this is not like. Gallant dudes are like, I'm going to go fight well, to defend my country. Maybe like a couple of them, but most of them are convicts and like rapists. I think as they so right they, in the like, beginning of the this this scene, uh, they're going down the, a list of apparently new recruits, and they're like, this one's a thief, rapist, thief, and rapist. Uh, yeah. Like he's going, they're going down the line, like right, sixth son, yeah, <laughs> like ninth son or something. So yeah, they they're they're criminals. It's a legit fear that what right. Sam has. Um, yeah, I agree. Gilly no. doesn't seem as concerned because she's like, but Sam, you can protect me. You did Beyond the Wall and you can do it here. And Sam is not so sure of that. Um, and he wants Gilly to not be there anymore. Right. Sam can't That's protect himself. Yeah. yeah. And he's basically saying, what am I supposed to do? Like, stab my brothers in the back? No, I can't do that. I don't have a magic dragon glass dagger anymore because I threw it on the ground after I stabbed that guy. And it's in the north somewhere. Yeah. He also, they they also talk about how, or Sam talks about how nobody believes that he killed the the other. Yeah. And, um, which is different from the, is it different? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. some people, I don't know. I in can't the remember. Book, he kills. He kills one in front of people. So I know, but I don't know if those people are back. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, because one of well, technically, hmm, you realize an interesting. I can't remember like what everybody thinks about Sam. Like they call Sam Sam the Slayer in the yeah. book, like while they're beyond the wall. But I don't remember like who's back at the fort. One of them is dead. That sees it. The other is Gren, who's not back at this point. But he will get back he in will this get episode. Back. Yeah. Um, there's another little th- moment that happens with Sam and Gilly. Like, when Sam is trying to impress upon Gilly why she's got to leave, he's like, there are hundreds of men here, and they're all laying up all night thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And Gilly's like, but what about you? Is that mm-hmm. all hundred? He's like, and Sam's like, oh. boy. <laughs> I mean, he's so obviously in love with her, and, and she obviously is, has feelings to him because she seems... Uh, pleased by the concept of him thinking about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's into him. But he's a brother of the Nice Watch, so she's very like, like weirded out, like by someone being nice to her. Yes, like a guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, her life has been pretty terrible up to this point. And so. she calls the baby Little Sam. The baby's name is Little Sam. No. <laughs> Not his real name, but his uh, temporary name. Did they mention that specifically? They did last season. Wildlings oh, don't get don't give their babies names until they're like two, right? Because they're, they're pretty so much afraid they're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so it's like, it's bad luck. 
We don't yeah. give him names there too. So Sam takes her to Mole's Town, an which area is that... not as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it is no, gross, but it actually makes a lot more sense. Like, why would anyone be that far north? Yeah, so Mole's the... Town is is the little town that's near the wall, and that's where the brothers in the Night Watch who do not like to keep their vows go to. Dig for treasure, quote unquote, which right. means go see some prostitutes. In the book, Molestown, like everything is underground. It like, does sound pretty awesome. It's, it's like, like they like they've like dug holes and built their houses there, which doesn't make a lot of sense because it would like flood, but um, not necessarily. Well, when yeah. it rains, how does Depends. where does the water go? It's still round. It's just around. Yeah, around around have, the hole. They could have stone. It doesn't rain; it just snows. It's only point. snow. Um, so <laughs> when Sam takes Gilly to the to this uh, whorehouse, it's real awkward up in there because this yeah. lady's immediately like, "Hey, hey, I look like a pirate." <laughs> I can't I tell what if I was believe a, it was a lady. Uh, um, yeah, I couldn't. I didn't know it was like a real Keith Richards kind Tim of. Tim was situation. like, "Is that sad?" Yeah, like, and then, but I immediately said, "No, it's not. It's probably Zay or Zai." Maybe. Um, so they're like, Sam's like, "Hey, let her stay here. She'll like cook and clean and take care of the, the <laughs> babies and, and let then, her stay." And the barmaid is like, "How many teeth she got? Well, wow, that's a lot of teeth. We can get a lot of money for her if yeah, she sweet. Uh, love it. Turn tricks." <laughs> and he's like, "No." She's like, "Are you sure? I'll give you some of it." I'm like, "No." Uh-huh. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> give him a cut. Oh, oh really? Man, so mean. It's not. I don't know. It's just it's rough. Um, in <laughs> Gilly's bedroom. Like the bed palette looks so bad. It's covered in paint. Everything looks so bad, and she's like, "Are you for real leaving me?" But this is hopefully going to be better. Still, it's going to be a shitty life. I get why you did it, but man, it seems it does. It seems a little, a little half Ugh. a dozen at one. And whatever. I thought I yeah, thought this thing was going to end with day. like, um, let's go back to the wall. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then we get a nice little slice of life uh, of, of the prostitutes washing out ye old timey condoms. Old timey condoms. Our favorite. Is that what that things. was? Yes. This is, yeah, it was. When this is not the Moonblood cast, it is the old timey contraceptives cast, which is my favorite thing <laughs> to talk about. Guys, those things are most likely made from sheep intestines, Ugh. which you can still buy today in case you're allergic to latex. Hey, are the wait? Are those reusable? Because that seems yeah. like I think they actually are. Such a All deal. All condoms are usable if you wash them. That's, ooh, such wow. a deal. I went to Christian school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, guys, that's not true. If you're a teen and you're listening to this, don't listen to him. No, yeah. it is true. I did go to Christian school. He did go to teen. Christian school, but don't listen to anything he has to say about I don't care how old you are. I went there. <laughs> go to Scarlet. Go go, go to Scarlet and, and go ask Alice. When I first saw it, I thought they were making uh, sausage. <laughs> and then... Uh, well... Kind of are. Well. <laughs> make the sausage. Well. That's what they say. You don't want to know how they make the sausage. So, Guys, that was awesome. I liked it. I, I, I liked that part. I enjoyed it. it I liked how happy. gross that place was. <laughs> I liked that. I it loved pr- it. probably would be gross. Oh, I, yeah. I, like, just like Nick, I had a kind of fairy tale. Well, that's the kind of thing where you're like, hmm, it wouldn't be that bad. Be I like how wall. The you could go to Molestown, their... and now I'm like, you know what? It seems pretty bad. That sounds right. I like how the boobies, the ladies just had their boobies out. And they're so big and duggy. Just like walking around like, yep. There was so literally fun. no color in this scene. It was just like black and white. I kind of love that actually. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed that about it. Like c- cin- cinematically. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Art shit. Art uh, shit. <laughs> and I do like how they have uh, Jack Sparrow prostitute just chat with her for fun. And then while, She's sa- my favorite. while Sam is talking to the proprietor, you can see her like, poking around at her like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> She's 
<laughs> gonna be Gilly's uh, best friend. I, yeah, I hope she comes up a lot more, and I hope it is I or Zay or whatever. Yeah. Uh, y'all, mm-hmm. do you want to take a reading donkey down over to oh. Dragonston? You mean yeah. like a rainbow Dragonston. reading rainbow donkey? Yeah. Dra- you guys want to go down to Dragonston? You want to go down Rainbow Road? <laughs> guys. Stannis is a grumpy Gus, like, every single time we see him, but Mm -hmm. that was the best, so it's okay. You know what Stannis loves? Enunciating. He does. You know what else he loves? Breaking toy ships. Oh, that was awesome. Loves it. (laughs) So, uh, Stannis the Manus, as he's referred to throughout the realm. On the internet. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, He's like, Davos. Read that, you dumb dumb. And then Davos is like, bah, 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 bah. Jo- <laughs> Joffrey's dead. And he's like, usurper, Joffrey Baratheon's dead. And he's basically letting him know that his uh, dick leech magic worked. <laughs> yeah. The old that bastard dick, dick blood. But he can't Works do it again because someone set him free. Mm, man, Gendry's dick blood is so powerful. What, Where is Gendry? What's he doing? Where is he? He's on that know. boat. I miss his still, ass. He's still on the boat. <laughs> he <laughs> he's died. Lost. He's on a desert island. Um, man. Well, what if he showed up to Littlefinger's boat at the right. exact hey. same time as Santa's? <laughs> like, this isn't right. What's going on? What's all this then? Um, hmm. Santa's is like real mad that he doesn't have more people that are coming to his cause. And Davos is like, but I got these three you know, extremely I got, I got minor some, houses. I got some Peasbury up in this motherfucker. <laughs> did he say Peasbury? Peasbury. Okay. I don't know if he did. Don't quote me. I just picked one that I thought I knew. Um, and Stannis is what I interpreted as a quick game of a Westeros version of Hangman, except for it's called uh, Sink Boat. And <laughs> Sink Boat is you survive, you have three chances Per every uh, uh, sail, and if you run out, you sink boat. You sink boat, and Davos sink boated. He sunk boat. Yeah. He sunk boat. Um, Thetis is just hella mad. He's like, I got them peas, birds. Like, snap, one. It, I- it's like, well... It does suck, like being in a standard position. Is like, dude, like your your people are either gone to the other side or they're like dead. Yeah. And where do you get more people? You don't have money. Right. Yeah. He doesn't even want. He wouldn't even want to buy salt swords if he could. But he doesn't. Yeah. He can't even do it if he wanted to because he doesn't even got no monies. And the gold buying of victory. They've mentioned a few sell sword companies, which. I appreciate it. Yeah, they're the like, Second Sons, Prior yeah. Hints, and they mentioned the Golden Company now, who has never broken their contract. Yes, so I feel like that may, may be one of those things that gets lost in all the other information. Yes. But we are here, we're here to, tell to not you. spoil anything, but keep those morsels in this area yeah. I call your brain. I think, I, just, I think when they mention different sellsword companies, just try to remember it. You know. Yeah. So, um,. After this, Davos uh, goes to meet um, Shireen. Mm-hmm. Name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shireen. Little, yeah. little baby Shireen. Little baby Shireen with the uh, the affliction of the yeah. stone. The grayscale on the her gray face. The grayscale. And um, he's doing a little reading lesson. And um, uh, what? So uh, she gives him. Do you guys remember what the book was called? I don't remember. It was something about uh, someone from Bravo. Yeah, it was like a fun sword. action-y book with pirates. Yeah, it sounded rad. I would definitely read it. This scene is the cutest thing ever, and Davos is awesome in it, and I was really happy. Right, right, right. I thought this, this whole Davos is fucking stealing it from everyone he's in with. He is just on a tear, being awesome. 
And I love Davos. Which is, I think it's funny because some of the comments I was reading online were like, uh, Davos' storyline is boring. I'm like, you're boring. I hate <laughs> Davos is great. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this. And Shireen's <laughs> giving him the old third degree, like, you're a pirate, right? Like, no. Uh, a, a smuggler who's famous is, do, is doing his job wrong. And I was yeah. like, you're just quipping? Like, Man. oh, motherfucker. Yeah. And she made fun of him for saying "knigget" instead of "night," which I, I also enjoyed. <laughs> uh, She's just razzing him. You're like, that was once and weeks ago. <laughs> that little thing, like, that was weeks ago. That was like a slice of life that makes you just make it have a living world that we're seeing. It was just so cute. Um, yeah. But the whole thing they're reading this book that's made up, double made up, um, is so that Davos can bring up. Uh, some Bravos-based stories about him almost dying, probably to the first sword of Cereal Forel. I would have to say. I, I would mm. guess, unless there's lots of other first swords of Bravos right around. There probably are. There could be, but it could have been Cereal Forel because he was also the first sword of Bravos. The timing mm-hmm. could match up. Yeah, it's probably sure. definitely it's Cereal, who's still alive and probably oh, binging. Absolutely. <laughs> He's probably a Dario Naharis. Right. So um, it occurs to him that the Iron Bank of Bravos exists. Yeah, and you know what banks do? They lend money to people. You know what banks do? They break fucking legs and they don't get their money back. <laughs> That's what the Iron Bank of Bravos does. That's what uh, Elena Tyrell is reminding us, the viewers. So, uh, I have mainlined Game of Thrones before in the past. I didn't do it for season three yet. But I'm finding this season really hinging th- a lot of stuff on previous episodes. Like, mm-hmm. Of course they always do it, but they're peppering in these very small things that I think is is rewarding to those who either watch it twice or rewatch everything back to back. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, they're they're bringing it up quite a bit here, and um, I think it's going to be important. I guess. Yeah. I, so or at least Davos in the show. gets some kind of brainwave and has Shireen write a letter. We don't we don't really know what it is. I actually, I mean, I guess we can guess, but because this doesn't happen in the book, totally not in the book. I mean, I'm. I'm afraid to guess someone will yell at me. Well, no, yeah. he says he's writing a letter to the Iron Bank. So he must be trying to get money to get right. sellswords. Exactly. Unless yeah, he I wants think. to sick the Iron Bank on, on the, oh. the, you know, Iron Throne. On, yeah, maybe. Well, he they, they he, owe money too. So he starts the letter with, uh, from Stannis, the one true king of Westeros. Stannis the Manus, the one true king of Westeros. Jennifer, my Manus. my love, can yeah. you mark down this point in spoilers? Actually, it's not a spoiler. No, yes, what are you it talking? Is. What are you talking? About? Just write it down real quick for me, because I, I don't have my computer. Well, I don't know what time it is. No, no, no. This isn't a spoiler. I want you for when we oh, chat about oh, spoilers. Oh, 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 I see. <laughs> I thought you were saying we have a great time. And I was like, "What's happening?" Okay, so uh, that, that's that's about it for that scene. Yep. Um, yep. Let's take a. You want to you want to take us take us out? Tim, Tim? do it. <laughs> I would love to. Do you all want to take a bisexual and that's totally okay, donkey, to that dope ass Peter Baelish whorehouse down up in King's Landing? Boy, now this ever. is a uh, better maybe. whorehouse. Yeah, this is this a is lot better. This is a much better. more classy establishment. Like they probably have like. Fresh intestine condoms, like oh, this for everyone, best. and um, they probably have old tubby sex toys. I bet, guys. Do you ancient dildos? Do, you, and do stuff. you really think that this whorehouse is better than the last one? Yeah, yeah. true. Absolutely. Tim, I do. 
Number one, it starts off with a very just loving shot of an ass crack. It's just the <laughs> gayest scene in Game of Thrones to date probs. It was just so... I I feel like I should have hated this scene, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> because... I love Auburn Martell with all of this little heart can handle. Uh, and I always appreciate it since there's so much booby and bush whenever they throw out some wang mm-hmm. and wang bush. Now, I will say that that wang was very fleeting. I barely saw it. it was was there wang in this scene? There yeah. was. That's how fleeting it was. It was uh, flapping around his head like a helicopter. When he was <laughs> Not true. Walking out. Oh, his head, but. but there was guy butt, so I'll, I'm always there for that. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're uh, basically, they're having like a little orgy thing. Like him and his orgy. lover, they it's each had, or him and his like lover lady, like they have. Um, his like paramour. The, yeah. His paramour has got two ladies giving her attentions. Mouth pleasure. Just getting right down on her. And Oberyn's got himself the guy that's kind of in charge of the brothel. That and he's like, I'm expensive. Oberyn like, has care. his pants on. Guys, <laughs> what how you are you going to go to an orgy with your pants on? Listen. I've never been to an orgy myself, but I imagine if I went, I would not have my pants on. What's up with that? Is it maybe because he's got to talk to Tywin Lannister? He's like, oh, Tywin's coming in a second. I better keep (laughs) Mm -hmm. these pants on. on. Um, I will be smacking that ass. Oh, my God. When he smacked that guy's ass, I was so happy. Yeah. It was great. This was sex position times 20, Mm -hmm. but I think we needed something light, right? Yeah, something. And I just like Oberyn talking about how he's like... Why would I limit myself to just one sex? I want to have all the sex with everyone. It's great. You gotta have a lot of sex before you get old. And uh, Indira Varma is is wonderful as always. That's yeah, yeah. that's the lady who plays Ilaria. If you want to see her naked, watch Rome. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> it's true? Oh yeah, we occasionally offer a Mister Skin style <laughs> service for everyone. It's not our fault if we've seen people nude in other other. You uh, usually shows. don't. Actually, we did. We have done that because we mentioned you can see Gendry's balls <laughs> and skins. Uh, listen, if and, you watch British TV, you're gonna you're see gonna some see balls. balls. They love to show that. <laughs> I've been watching Misfits and balls. What's up? Balls with that? everywhere. Because balls are hilarious. Yeah. True. They're the funniest body part. Underballs, like from behind. It's a really weird shot. That so, is, yeah, uh, unfortunate. I just want to make another joke thing, too. Please so, do. The way that the camera zooms in at the very beginning of the scene reminded me the most of dire wolf vision. So, <laughs> so, so we, but instead, we have like whore eating box vision. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like swooping through. Box of vision. Like, I look vision. up and I see a butt crack. And then I thought it was really funny. Oh boy. So, um, so Tywin enters the room, like not even knocking. He's just like, no, he just goes in. right the hell and in. And then it's like, Tywin's oh. never knocked before. Hello, he Tywin. Did you want to join us? <laughs> Tywin's like, well, yes, I do. And then oh. it turns into an entirely different. Oh, wait, that's a that's the porno version that's of this. The oh, that's your, oh, my that's brain you, right now. That's what you wrote um, when you after you finished watching it. That's what's on my laptop right now. That's why you're so tired. Uh, <laughs> he basically came to talk to Oberyn. Uh, for twofold. One, to do some mild interrogating, mm-hmm. uh, questioning, like, did you kill my grand-grandson? <laughs> yeah. Here's the clearly thing. poison. The thing that we, we learn about Oberon is that he studied poison at the Citadel. <laughs> at the Citadel, yeah. So, like, he's like a poison expert. I love, see, I love the back and forth of this because he was like, 
uh, Oberon's like, he was clearly poison. And he's like, well, you studied poison. And he's like, I know. That's why I knew that. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> and I, that's how I knew he was poison. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, isn't it convenient that a poison master that hates my family is like, motherfucker, back up. Yeah. That's not what he's interested in. He doesn't want to kill Joffrey. He wants justice for his sister. Right. And he does say that the sins of the father or the grandfather aren't don't carry down and it's a little weird because the sins that there are no sins of the father for him because uh robert probably wouldn't have killed elia you know? yeah yeah no this is purely well at least in oberon's viewpoint is a purely tywin lannister's thing so what he's really saying is no nah, i wouldn't kill your grandson i want to kill you yes right um and i definitely want to kill the mountain also mm-hmm. yeah he's like but and he, i would tywin- i would kill oh, you right now but yeah. I'd be drawn in quarter tomorrow. Yeah. I got things to do. I don't want to do that. I got more people to fuck, so I ain't got time. Um, but Tywin comes to him because he does want a favor or to give him an honor or something. He's like, hey, you want to be, you want to judge my son? Do you want to be a part of the trial? Tyrion? And he goes on to say that they need Dorne back in the Seven Kingdoms, or else the Seven Kingdoms won't be whole again. Yeah, and also, now Dorne's not separated. I was a little confused of his wording. They're not. Se- I think they're just like mad at the rest of the kingdom and kind of doing their own thing right well, now. They've been very separatist. Yeah. As we find out later, when we go to Tyrion's scene, um, Tyrion's thinking about like, well, why would Tywin put him on the council? Oh, he hates the Lannisters. He's trying to fuck me. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. do mention that. Yeah. So maybe Tywin's just trying to get rid of Tyrion. That's why he's mm-hmm. doing it. But um, I mean, I think it's interesting too because, like, throughout all of this, you have to remember that Marcella, the daughter, she's in Dorne right now. She is. So they, the, the Martells, have that one up on the Lannisters right now. It's like we got your granddaughter, so you guys better act right. Yeah, and they're one of the areas that is untouched by the fighting, just like right. the Vale, because they're so far away. And they've also down there. He also mentions like they're not really part of the Seven Kingdoms because they've been like. Kind of, they're so separate. They have their own rules there too. Like you can be, you can have a queen there, like not the wife of a king, but like she can rule in her own right. Yeah, and And they call themselves princes instead of regents. Exactly. So they have their own little system. Like I mean, they were brought in much later than the rest of the Seven Kingdoms, and they've kept a lot of their customs more so than some of the others. Mm -hmm. They've been in less time. They have really sweet pools too. Just the coolest. Well, have it's the, hot down there. They have the best infinity pools. And they've the got that, and, that sour and wine. Best, and they got the spicy eggs to eat. Yeah, from it's spiciest food. Yum. I hope yeah. we get to visit there soon. Me too. I have no idea. So, yeah. Uh, and Auburn's like, dope. I'll take the small council it. position. You need me. Great. I like that you need me. I want to talk to Gregor. And Tywin's like, I will let you talk to Gregor if you do this for me. And Alvin's like, mm-hmm. okay, and, they're d- and then they do it. Do you guys want to take a prison donkey to the Tyrion cell? Yeah, yeah. this doesn't seem like the black cells. Or it's no. Not, it's just a cell. Yeah, because could be worse. There's definitely light. Well, he's supposed to be in like the highborn cells at this point. Yeah, it's it? supposed to be much nicer. Yeah, he's it's not that nice, big. though. He's supposed to be like in a room with like a bed and like he can't leave. Right. Because right now he's just he's just accused, but he's still a highborn person. It's it seems more like a jail cell though. It's not. Yeah. Well, especially because when Pod comes in, like Terry immediately apologizes for the smell, which makes me think he's having to 
do his business like in, in that room, and it's it's not good. And also, Pod brings him food. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, are they not feeding him in there? Right. I bet they're feeding him shitty food. Probably just yeah, like, water. and they wouldn't let him take wine in. He yeah. he smuggled yeah. in so much food, and like, oh, they didn't get they they didn't find this food, like all this food, but somehow they found the wine. Well, that's classic misdirection. You carry in things you want them to find. So they'll stop looking. But they do get, Pod does bring him a a pen and paper and books and and cheese and sausage. Is it it duck sausage or dark sausage? Boy, I got to know right in. He was saying dog sausage. Dog sausage, maybe. Right in, guys. We need to find out. It's very important. Either way, it's a very touching uh, goodbye between Tyrion and Pod. And Mm. basically, Pod just shows unwavering, you know, loyalty to Tyrion. Yeah. Because um, t- Pod comes in and he's like, you know, they, they want you to call witnesses. Like, who are you going to call? And Tyrion's like, Sansa. It's like, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> so you can't do that. Shit. Uh, Varys has already been called. Right. They won't let Bronn come in because he's kind of suspect too. Yeah. Really the only person he can call is Jamie. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... and They've already gotten to Pod and offered him knighthood, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if he would testify against Tyrion, but he wouldn't do it. Right, right. And this is when Tyrion is like, Pod, they're if you don't do this, they're gonna kill you. You need to give him yeah. an answer, or you need to like get out of here. And yeah, I'm basically easy. screwed anyway. So you're not gonna kill yourself. Go down with me. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells him to leave, like right. get out of King's Landing, like you've got to go. Um, really, the sweetest scene. I mean, just oh, it's so sweet. And Pod's, I mean, Pod's a great, Pod's a great character. He's a little different in the show than in the book. In the books, he can like barely talk. Right. Yeah. He's very, very shy. Like, I don't even think it's really that he has a stutter. I think that he's just extremely, extremely shy. And he's a lot younger, I, like, I guess. I think that too. I like show Pod better because he's kind of more like meek. Yeah. Not mm. just bumbling. Yeah. You know? But He's also very... a sex god. Remember that. He is the god of sex. Oh, I was trying yeah. to forget that. Um, uh, I changed my mind. I liked it again. Because oh, they mentioned it like three times. <laughs> um, but the, the main thing is Book Pod and Show Pod, both very, very loyal and just like genuinely good people. And, right. right. It's just real sad. Mm-hmm. Just real... You have and by Terry... far the be- finest squire someone could have. Yeah. And he's like, this is goodbye. Like, I'm never going to see you again. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> Very touching moment. Uh, and that's kind of all that happens there, right? Mm-hmm. And the second most endearing scene. Do you guys want to take a potato donk up oh. to the village south of the wall? Who knows yeah. what village this is? Here's a whole this- bunch of new characters for us to get to know. They'll all be here next season. Yeah, guys, you know who's just the best at boiling potatoes? Mom. Mom. Shunk. Dead. I had yeah. no idea where this was taking place until. My baby doll, you greet, pops up and murders a man. I thought I like, she baby, murders the mom, doesn't baby. she? Uh, she I thought it was like arrow kills. in her head and then cut over to Igreet holding the bow. I thought that was what happened. Yeah. No, she kills the dad and then right. someone else kills the mom. Oh, and this okay. is another another one of those instances where it's like, hey, you know that person you like a lot? They're bad. Yeah. There is a wildling. She will kill like innocent people. And now she especially has to to prove her worth yeah. and her loyalty to the wildling. Now that her cause. BF, Jon Snow, ran away, yeah, yeah. she's got to like murder a lot of uh, beyond the wallers. Exactly. Uh, the kneelers, as we the call kneelers, them. The kneelers, yes. Mm-hmm. This so, really for some reason, scene. not for some reason, excuse me, they raid this town 
for for food mm-hmm. right. and for the ever so smart reason to let survivors go, not the show, in order to tell Castle Black to maybe goad them out into attacking them so yep. they can. So they kill everyone except for the one little well, boy. It's like, well, he's like, hey. at first he's like, hey, you know, you're, those are your parents over there. I'm going to eat them. I'm going to eat your mom and I'm going to eat your dad. Now go tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Not your mom and your dad. Your mama and papa. This is the uh, other cartoonishly evil thing that mm-hmm. I was like. Yeah, Tim was saying, like, this is like a comic book villain, what's happening right the now. The way he speaks, the way he moves, the way, way he's he got looks. a weird face. Yeah, the scars on his face. I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. It could be it could be jarring. God, can I? Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. Can I just have like a character who's like, this is a bad guy. There's not anything morally gray about him. He's just a fucking bad guy. He's like, can I, can eat I just people fucking hate and somebody. He is bad. That's true. Uh, but now I'm, I'm all confused. I've been watching Misfits. And- the problem with Ramsey is that he's so cute. I mean, so he's so cute. cute. Oh, he's just. But not Ramsey, the actor. No, mm. not Ramsey. He has weird, like, buggy eyes, though. Guys, I found, Tim told me this week, and I feel like he's told me before, that there is a subreddit called slash Dreadford. Like, people who like the Boltons. What's wrong with y'all? What's up? What's doing with that? Why? Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot Why of bad people you- in this world. Why do you want to skin people? I think it's kind of a joke just because how terrible Ramsey is and how so terrible Roos is. It's like a... I, I guess. Or not. It is Reddit. You never know. I, I don't <laughs> trust them. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, that's not. Um, so, so the kid gets to Castle Black, and um, they're discussing, and they're they're basically like, like we have a hundred dudes, like we, our main focus is to protect this wall. We can't go and yeah. you know help this town out, yeah. right? Because that's exactly what the wildlings true. want them to do. Yeah. And Eliza Thorne is like, "Hey, Lord Snow, you're a big piece of garbage. What do you think we should do?" <laughs> and Snow, it, it, you know, hardens his heart a little bit, and he's like, "Mance Raider is gonna attack us with a uh, forty-five billion guys, so we should probably <laughs> chillax here." Why does Johnson have a southern accent all of a sudden? Well, <laughs> are you is Johnson my grandpa? Well, he's from the south. <laughs> okay. According to Igret. So, um, yeah, Betsy Cohen in the chat room says, Cheekums, <laughs> you like the Greyjoys. They're not the nicest either. Listen, I've been reconsidering my stance on that. I, I Having reread book four yeah. and five, it's like, y'all, those Greyjoys. They're kind of bad. I just, I can't say because there'll be spoilers. I have certain reasons for, for enjoying reading some of their chapters. There's a specific person we like because of monkeys. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I can't help it. He hates them so much. Hates the monkeys. He hates the monkeys. Um, yeah, I can't be judging people too much about who they're fanning after. I have terrible taste. Terrible you do taste. have the worst taste, and it always <laughs> reminds me of how ugly and murderous I am. <laughs> uh, that's accurate. You are a hideous beast. But five real. Let's get back to oh, yeah. the wall. It's all they decide to do is not attack, and then they hear a horn, Woo. and it turns out. That Gren and Dolorous Ed return. God, I miss them so much. I miss them too much. Mm-hmm. This is weird. I, uh, I guess they escaped, got pushed away out of Craster's Keep. I don't know. They got out somehow. They Did were they have, chained like, up for some reason. Who something? knows? This I've is... never been so glad to see somebody alive because I love Dolorous Ed with all of my heart and soul. You've never been so okay. Never. Okay. Even you. And basically, never died, Tim. Um. <laughs> Basically, they uh, they got out, 
and um and then John Snow's like shit uh Mance is going to find them and they're going to tell Mance that there's only 100 of us here and we're fucked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not good. Right. Not good. The wall is filled with uh injured and old and infirm people. It's but Mr. Amon's probably a wizard. <laughs> I wish he would be. You can't be, be that old and not being a wizard. He- as Yen said, taught us nothing. What? And uh, yeah, so they're basically like, we need to go kill all right, those. We need to go raid Craster's Keeve. This yeah. happens in the book zero percent, so I'm super. Yeah, no curious. idea. I, you know what? It doesn't happen in the book, so I can't wait. I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, because I'm like, all right, let's see. This is one of those instances of a change that I'm like, sure, bring it on. See what happens. I don't care. Yeah, one of the Love bad it. guys from, or good guy, I don't know. One of the bad guys from a Batman movie is, is at Craster's Keep, so they have to go down there and get him. Okay. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. yeah okay. The same. The same actor. He was in it. Nope. He's one of the bad guys. No. Oh. You guys remember? Good. I stopped listening to you for a second. Nice one, Tim. <laughs> uh, what's, what's Danny doing? Uh, let's take a uh, uh, a pee donkey. A pee donkey. Um, now, Danny, as you all well know. Is on her dang way to Marine. Yep, and she, she gets the dang Marine. Last week, she's on her way to Marine, and there's a slave child marking like every mile on the way there. Dead so slave she child. She is mad. Dead, dead yeah. slave child. She's- they're not. They're not alive in in being like. Hey, would you like some lemon water? No, they're Here's on the way to Marine. This is like a real crucifixion situation. Uh, is not good. Mm-hmm. Not good. Daddy's real bad. Um. So they finally get outside and rain it. I would like to say Daddy's army looks pretty impressive. It's a pretty good army. It does look yeah. good. I mean, it's just unsullied, you know? They it's, look great. They, they're very uh, in, in form. It's it's nice. I like it. And I will also say that Marine looks great. The parts that are CG, practical effects. I don't know if any of it. I don't Isn't know it supposed to be next to a sea and water? It's next to a river and it's next to the sea. That's correct. But it's not in the show. It is not, even though on the map it is in the flyover. Oh, really? Um, it's still called Marine, which is like a sea-like name, you know, like a marina. Right, it is. Also, yeah. I enjoy the fashion there. Mer, mer, that's like a, I mean, sea. Everyone's like, you know, they all match. Everyone matches. They're all wearing yeah. like, turquoise yeah. and stuff. All the like little, like, you know, like slave-owning families are like out on the wall to like see, witness this hilarious yeah. event. And what's the deal with those people in their weird-ass Chain face faces? chains? I don't know. I don't like it. Why? Because I've read the books. I don't know if you've heard of that. And where are their hair in the shapes of wings and yeah. talons and unicorns? I'm upset. It's um, going to be so cool. Yeah, so they, they like... Uh... They show up to the place, and uh, th- this is, like, a very, like, compacted, like, version of the book, but, like, they send out a champion. Yeah. Well, here's the big thing, and I think we've talked about this before. He means compacted because Dario Naharis is much smaller than Strong Bellas. <laughs> there, in the books, there's a character named Strong Bellas, who is originally with... Um, Arston. With Arston Greybeard. Whitebeard, who is actually Barrison Selmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strong Bellas is a giant... Guy who With a wears tiny vest. Shirt. It's a tiny vest. I think vest. he does. He has the tiniest. <laughs> he wears vest. that tiny vest. I don't. I don't think it even covers his nipples. It does not though. cover uh, his nipples. 
His his fighting style is that he lets whoever he's fighting cut him once, and then he kills them. So that every cut that he has on his body, he killed a person for it. And then he says, "Strong Bellwas will have his liver and onions." Yeah, he's pretty great. He's I love awesome. Strong Bellwas. So, I I hate the show with all the passion of a thousand sons for not putting it. Um, so Strong Bellwas is is actually in the books is the one that goes out and fights, but here. All right, and that guy, like, that guy, I think will... the uh, the champion of marine like pees, and then Strong Bellwas takes a shit. Which yes. is the best in the, in the general direction of Marine, yeah, which is a way better retort. Yeah, guys, cool strong Belwas story. He will eat an entire bowl of spiced crickets. Oh, he loves locusts. Locusts. Locust? Locust? Oh, I mean, it's the same. same. They're like big crickets. I mean, come yeah. On. It's just great it. because, like, in the book, like, uh, Danny's like, "Oh, this guy's so gross, and he sucks. Like, why do we have him?" Like. Um, and then, like, the scene happens, and she's like, oh, he's awesome. I can't... He, he, <laughs> I'm back he, on Team Bellwoss again. Like, he, he, she kind of sends him out to die, almost, and right. then he... Well, she kind of does awesome. it the exact same way that they suggest in the show, where uh, everyone's being like, hey, send me, hey, send me. And she says, I can't because you're this, or I can't because you're that. And Dario pipes up and says, send me. I am not in charge of anything, blah, blah, blah. And that is kind of the logic that Danny has in the book. Right. And Except in the book uh, that she, he's leading a company of sellswords. Right, so she needs him. And uh, Strong Bellis doesn't do anything. <laughs> like He just stands there and just brags the whole time. Right. Yeah, he's also very boastful. But you know what? He's got, he's got the skills to back it up. And he has the vest. And he has the vest to back it up. But in the show... Uh, the the most sassy Dario Harris decides not even to get a horse because horses are stupid, mm-hmm. and he takes what out horses. Strong Bellwas also them. doesn't use a horse. Yes, Let's keep that true. clear. He takes out one of his want, wanton blades and throws it inside uh, a dang horse. More horse violence, so the show's getting better again. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with him. I'm back with them again. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme <laughs> horse violence. You almost lost me. It, this but is like, uh, yeah, in uh, in the book, it's very it's very fun because he's so big and apparently he's like super agile and like does weird rolling out of the way of the yeah. horse and then like kind of does like an uppercut, like Didn't slice. He, fight, he like fought in fighting pits, right? Yeah, that's why yeah. So that's why he's so good because he's like fought a million people and survived, and he's obviously very talented. So he's good people. He's good people. Dario uh, does a similar idea of let's this uh, dummy sort of do his pomp and his circumstance look badass as hell. But Dario wants to kill this fool. He doesn't even need to deal with putting on a show. And once the guy Except falls off his horse, he slowly chops his head off. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he pulls out his dagger with the booby lady on it and kisses it. Mm-hmm. Kisses the booby lady and then throws it right into that poor horse's eye. Mm-hmm. The horse had a coming. Does that dagger have a booby lady on it? Yeah, absolutely does. They showed him. That's good. That makes me happy. He always rubs his hands on their, their nappies. He loves to rub those, the handles of those booby lady swords. In the book, daggers. Danny loves it. She's like, oh, I wish I was a sword. Um, so then uh, Danny gives an uplifting speech about how uh, how she went to all these cities and freed all these slaves. And now they're all free. And I mean, even though they still do exactly what she asks them to do and nothing else. But, she doesn't pay them. Um, they are free technically, and then starts bombarding their city with um with like like bombs and stuff and stuff that would actually do damage. No, yeah, 
Like, I hope I don't kill any of you right now. But it is cool because it's barrels full of slave collars. Which yeah. Which is quite the statement. Yeah, it was like, it must have, like, like, collect all these slave collars, put them in these barrels. Let's get it ready. This is going to be hilarious. Okay. It's a little, like, why do we got to keep these Khaleesi? Like, I got to play. Shut up. It's going to come and play later. You're going to be all like, what? Okay. Shut up. I get it. Shut up, slave. Like, I'm not a slave. Like, all right, get in right. line. Um, I would also like to say here that I think that the actress who plays Daenerys. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark does a killer job oh, yeah. of talking not in English. Whatever she's doing, like, made-up language, it is great. Yeah, she's awesome I, at that. <laughs> That last like word that she said gave me chills both times that I watched the episode. It's like, yeah, oh, and, so and Amelia Clark didn't do a lot of acting or no acting before the show, so some of her earlier stuff wasn't great. I don't. I would never say that she was terrible. No, or whatever. but she's definitely getting. She's growing a lot. But she is bad ass yeah. whenever she speaks and not English. She's good, not. What is she speaking in? This? Is it High Valyrian? This would be either. Else? This would probably be High Valyrian. I must. Or, I think she, she just speaks speak Valyrian very well. I think she just speaks Valyrian, doesn't she? Well, she speaks a couple of languages, right. I believe. I can't even speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she'd be speaking in High Giscari or Old Giscari, but I'm pretty sure this would be in High Valyrian at this point. Um. Anyway. Yeah, they they launch the things and then like the 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 slaves uh, up on the walls like pick up the collars and they're like, "What? Wait a minute!" And the slave I'm owners are like, "Collars? No, those are magic collars. You can't break those." I do love how the the slave guy holds it like up to his neck, like this is the exact same thing. What? And this <laughs> is like, why you you don't buy all of your slave collars. At the same store. Yeah. Because, same slave collar emporium. Because then they'll see it and they're like, oh, that's why you gotta keep a diversified portfolio. Also, Danny doesn't understand what the writer says. So the writer is probably speaking Gascari. Um mm. and she's probably speaking High Valerian or something. That's why she sells Mistandirons like translate stuff. Word. Also, I wanted to bring this up one more time. When the writer pees and it's the under the the yeah. that is mm-hmm. totally a fake dong. You don't know that. Ah, come on. That. It moves in a way yourself. that is not appropriate for a dong to move. He looked I, like he was half hard. I'm the this. dong police, and I say no. <laughs> we'll just have to have Christian Narn back on again and ask him if Christian, it's a real dick. Tell me, tell me, what do you think about this dick? <laughs> He's going to be like, why do you guys keep calling me and asking me about this? <laughs> you're, you're the foremost expert. Uh, gen- okay, nice homophobic slur. Now that everyone knows he's gay. That's what I was going to say. Jennifer. Right Jennifer. It's because he had a prosthetic waiter on the show. That's he did not. Wrong. That was his real him. Guys, did he I don't say that? think I that's true. I, I believe, as my understanding is that it's his real giant Don't dick. make me search this on the internet. My my like search my search history is so messed up <laughs> from all the podcasts that I do. It's very embarrassing. Christian and also from my there. own self. He, I, I think he, he did imply it was him. If, why would you... It might have been a joke. If you were going to put a prosthetic yeah. dick on somebody, why would you make it that gigantic? Because that's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Because it's... <laughs> Again, the subtlety of the HBO is is uh, not strong. But um, are we done? Yeah, Talk we're about done. Holder's dick. Yeah, I think yeah, we're I done. Think we're done. Uh, we will do a little bit, a few little spoilers after uh, yeah. after the music. But uh, until then, um, we're gonna read some reviews. Yeah. Now, you guys give us beautiful reviews, and I'm so ever thankful for it that I'm just gonna go ahead and read 
a few dang ones right now. Every day, Mholderan says, a must five stars. Shanakad V98 from the United Kingdom says, they cast a smear, got all over the walls. Game of Thrones, too. Okay, I don't know. I wasn't sure if that was got in that they sense. They cast a smear, Game of Thrones, over the walls. I don't get it. I don't know if I do either, cast but. Is it like Castamere? Castamere? Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. I get it. Sensational thing of pure beauty, histor- Hodorifically Hodor. You missed lost lunch. lunch. Oh, no, no, you didn't. What? Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay, playa. Uh, lost lunchbox from the United States says, "Test literally one of the Game of Thrones podcasts I ever listened to." Is it best? No, it's kind of like a running joke where people say say we're a podcast. Oh, that's funny. And we're yeah. I like it. I love I you guys so much. It hurts my feelings. Uh, <laughs> Sir Dire Donkey from Canada says, "Good day, mate. Awesome. Good day, mates. I look forward <laughs> to this podcast equally as much as I look forward to the weekly Game of Thrones episodes. Phenomenal. Keep up." The good work. JDPX17, who's a robot, said, Well done. <laughs> Hodor Scribe from Canada says, Good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> I'm just writing this to see how many times Tim will say, Good day, mate, as I'm from Canada, but also have the creating in the title. It's an experience. P.S. Great podcast. Um, he'll say it just like many more times than you think he would. <laughs> yeah, he'll just keep saying it, even if it makes no sense. After <laughs> all. <laughs> Hello, Toblerone says. So great. SND Lyle Boss for Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can you go back and read that whole okay. uh, review as Philo Toblerone, please? Philo Toblerone says, so great. The Cast of Thrones crew is hilarious and super friendly. <laughs> it's like watching the show and reading the books with your BFFs. Love it and love the rest of the Geekly Ink pods. Obviously, if you understand what a Philo Toblerone is. That's a deep cut. <laughs> deepest, you deepest up, cut. Look that up on the internet, you probably won't find nope, it. Nope, you will not. not on the net. It's from a Random Encounters. It is from a Random account. Encounters episode. S indeed, like a boss for real, says the best ever. Uh, Lojack Slim says Hodor. Faith in Misery from the United States says, Amazing podcast! I've been a consistent listener for two years now, and I can't get enough. And by the way, all the people who don't like your side chatter are crazy! I think it's hilarious and fun. Keep riding that donkey, guys. Well, never mind. Uh, Sirius FB from the United States says, Love this podcast. I'm from Mexico, you guys. And I think this podcast is awesome, especially when you get chatty and or a little chatty and or tipsy. I'm a book reader, so I don't really mind the spoilers, but I love the Crackpot Theory sessions. They made spoilers after the the music. We don't do them during the music. Isaac... Isaac... I think Isaac A. Davey. Isaac A. Davey from the United Kingdom says... Geekly incredible. That was I've very, never seen anyone do that. That was huh. very punny. Good work. too. You're my best friend. Zeddy44 says, <laughs> great work. Good to listen to. He's from the United Kingdom, so he's very proper. Yes, he's like, very proper. He's not too uh, effusive. He's like, he it's just, good. Listen to it. Good. I like it. What, I like if we, what if we did a podcast? I like how he says the other one. Um, Serious FB says he likes it when we get tipsy. What if we did a podcast where we just... Um, we recorded it and then we drank until we all blacked out. We were supposed to have a blackout cast three years ago, two oh, years Lord. ago. Uh, yeah, that would be called uh, our review of was it Winds of Winter? No, what was the last? The, Shut up! Uh, <laughs> I was emotional. Dance of Dragons. <laughs> Dance of Dragons. Yeah, that's what that one's called. 
That was for Tim Tim. Black I wasn't that bad. I was just emotional and I wouldn't stop talking. He just had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of feelings. You just had a lot of feelings you didn't well, remember the next day. Maybe maybe at the end of the season we should do a dressy drunk cast. I was so young. I maybe maybe blackout cast. Black Maybe we could do that just for our people who donate to uh, geeklyinc.com slash donate. We we yeah, I'll get drunk for you. Did we also <laughs> tell you that we have T-shirts too? If you want the uh, dire donkey of House Winterfellas, head on over to geeklink.com/store. Yeah, guys, we we gotta get we gotta get that paper. We gotta throw that. Right. I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, it does really help us out if you donate. It's geeklink.com/donate, and uh, and you get access to special secret episodes that other people don't get access to. So and the donors owner. Right now we have two. We have the Grand Tyrell conspiracy. And Mary Fuck Kill Volume Two. Right, I love doing those. We gotta do another one. Yeah, yeah those are the best. Those are probably my favorite things to do in the world. Um, mostly because I, I, as a person who reads a lot of fan fiction, I'm just thinking about these things all the time. Right, and we will continue to add more to those. So yeah, eventually. Give us yeah. ideas. Give us ideas for fun ones you want to see us do. We've done castles before. We Who did. Would you like we... to fuck Heron <laughs> Hall or Winterfell. I've had ideas for for episodes in oh. general, but if you do. Have an idea for a good uh, fuck Mary kill. Let's know. Yeah, I mean we gotta do the Gautiers again. We gotta do Gautiers. Then... It's true. Um, but guys, I think it's are we... yeah, yeah. We're gonna do spoilers in just a minute after we tell you uh, to follow us on Twitter at Geekly Inc or at okay. Cast of Thrones. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. And I'm at R Bristow. So if you want to hear spoilers, hang on till after the music. Until next week, keep riding that donkey. Guys, I'd like to just point out in the in between times that Strong Billows is described on Wiki Ice and Fire as a tanned unit colossus. <laughs> Same. That's me. That's me, IRL. Same. Me also. Anyway, okay. Anyway. And we're back. Yeah, now it's spoiler town, so if you don't want to hear spoilers, you shouldn't be listening right now. You gotta go! Yeah. Skip. I'm gonna gonna Nymeria you right now. Get out of here. You're stupid and you're bad podcast listener. Get out of here. I'll throw rocks at you. You're just a whore. You're just a whore. You're a stupid dog. You're not fit to bear my children. What um? What spoilers did you guys want to talk about? Can I, Tim? You had something you wanted. Can to I tell you my Shay Pod theory? Oh Please. yes, I'm interested. I, I will Ricky's also. already made me sad about this earlier today. He he, chatted me about it. I I will also poke holes in this very theory. Um, at, right just after like I'm a, done. An ancient condom. Just like an ancient condom. Um. So guys, what if Shay is really just gone? What if they decide? What, what if they decided? Shay's too nice. Tyrion can't murder her. Shay is really gone. She really left and went over to Bravos. And uh... instead, they set up this pod thing because they'll have pod testify against Tyrion. No. Okay, first of all, fuck you. That <laughs> no. If that happens, like, we're quitting the show. I'm Your deleting the feed. But you could see that happening, right? I could see it happening. They're but setting I would... it up for the for it to be like that. But the thing is, okay, here's why I think no, because Tyrion says, "Pod, you need to, uh, you know, agree to testify against me. I don't want them to kill you." Right. 
So I don't think he would be, you know, okay, he wouldn't be that mad at him, and then also he wouldn't find him in Tywin's bed, or maybe he would. Well, no, he wouldn't be that mad at him, but Tyrion would still be, would still, you know, have to do the trial by combat. But are you saying that I wasn't listening? That he's I, have I meant sex to with like Tywin. The, yeah, because <laughs> no. yeah, Pod has sex with Tywin and then he walks in on him. And then I'm he has saying to kill that him. I'm saying that the way they present it is that no one really betrays Tyrion. Um, Pod just has to testify against him because Tyrion tells him to. Shay, no. Shay is gone think... and doesn't have to get murdered. No. I don't think so. But then I'm going to be, be upset right. if that's what happens. If that happens, happens other people to fuck feel pain. the show. Um, here's, here's what I think will really happen. Uh, he has to go tell Jamie. This is me poking holes in holes my own theory. Pod has to go tell Jamie to meet Tyrion. Um, and, Tyrion and, Jamie. and Jamie has to, and Jamie is going to tell him to go with Brienne. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's how they're going to get hooked up because they go off together and have adventures. Yeah. I so, think that's definitely, that's probably what's going to actually happen. Oh, wait, you that mean Pod and Brienne are going to go off yeah. together? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she f- eventually finds him with down her adventures. Right. Because he he's looking for Sansa because she wa- he wants to find Sansa to f- free Tyrion, even though Tyrion's right. gone. Oh, really? I wait. Uh, Brienne and uh, Pod meet up in the book. Yeah. Yeah, you read the books right. I did. That's yeah. That's what their whole deal. They're like wandering around trying to find Sansa, and he calls her Sir My Lady like a million times. Sir. Oh, it's Milady. the best. It's just the best. It's yeah. adorable and I love it. Oh, is that life, is of? that book uh, four or five? That's book four. That's four. Okay, I don't the remember anything from four. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's a very very strong possibility that Tyrion does not murder Shay though. Regardless, uh, I think if Tell that happens, know. I will murder you personally because they like because if he you does put it that, in their heads. You the, just put it in their heads. The way they've set it up, if he murders Shay, it's just going to be straight murder. Well, I mean, the thing it is, straight is murder anyway, they obviously don't care after this episode. No, okay, so here's the thing. Shay's been all, like, it's been this whole story of, like, this great love, and Tyrion's like, no, I'm looking out for you, and Shay's so hurt and injured. This is what I think's gonna happen. She's gonna be like, hey, fucker, I've been playing you this whole time. I think I it's gonna care. happen the way it happened in the book. She's yep. gonna go to the trial, she's gonna make fun of him, it's gonna be bad. Everyone's He's still gonna, gonna be hurt regardless. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, Saying that whole giant of Lannister thing, like that is yeesh. Tyrion wouldn't have killed Shay if she was in if she was not in Tywin's room. Yes. Right. He goes to kill his dad. Right. And, and then it's just she's icing on in the his cake. Bed and it's right. like fuck it, you. And it's more extra badness and stuff. It's still oh, problematic that our hero murders a defenseless person. Oh yeah, that's the th- and that's the whole other thing. People are like really ready to forgive people. I think I put that in a note, and then we didn't talk about it, or I forgot to bring it up. That we are like so ready to forgive certain characters. Like uh, Tyrion straight up murdered his father, and no, Tyrion gets mad. He's, he's not like, very for a very dark time. Tywin deserved it. Who cares? Fine, but Shay, I don't know that Shay really she, deserved to be. She deserves to like you know be broken up with and never spoke to again. She does not the deserve to be strangled. She was trying to have him sentenced to death. No, but Cersei threatened her. There was nothing she could have done. Right. Like she had to... She, it was like, would you like to die or would you like to testify against him? Yeah, if you take Tyrion's thing where he's telling Pod to save himself. Right. Take the exact exactly. Same he strangles way, a naked girl in her bed. Yeah, people are way too ready to forgive, like, 
everyone. No, Tyrion takes a very hard turn that I don't like, and it, he's kind one of, of the main reasons why Tyrion's no longer up there with my favorite character. He's kind of annoying in the beginning of book five, and kind of an four, asshole. Five, sorry. No, book five. I was like, I don't really like you so much anymore. And yeah, and the, the grand uh, Shuket mentions how there's like a, a concept of maybe Braun got Shay from Tywin from the beginning. We have no proof proof of that i think it's gonna be some real messed up betrayal stuff i i hope because i needed someone else to feel the pain that yeah. i felt yeah. I just... this will be another shitty thing that is allowed as silly as it sounds to happen because uh it's just a bad uh, character everyone likes makes a shitty choice and you're supposed to not like that character for it yeah so mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't know it's gonna be weird i almost mm-hmm. i almost i don't want to i feel like we're going too long in this but I almost like with Shay like kind of loving Tyrion. It almost makes her a slightly better character because in the book she's super one-dimensional. But anyway, that's yeah. that's all I want to say. I we think we're done. We should move on. Yeah. And then what was the other thing you wanted to talk about? I, it's like that whole concept of does the Hound and Arya's scene with this dude replace the scene when they go to the like commoner village and just hang out there for like a month right and, and they actually do work exactly well, that's what i thought they were doing and then he exactly me too i like that it's like cool great right nope i, uh, I for like that for like one hot second i thought he was just gonna stay there and like they were gonna jump directly to after he would have been dead and he's like going and helping the pious religious people <laughs> for like one second Really? That fast? Yes. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's the hound. He's going to punch this guy in the face and take his silver. (laughs) He's going to do bad things. So, and I'm also wondering, like, what else they're going to do? Like, I, I, I guess they're going to see that wounded, um, dude they still have to talk to. They, somehow the hound has to get hurt. Maybe they'll combine that in with the river crossing they do. Something. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to happen. But then again, if they're at fair market, I don't know. And he needs to do some more shit to make Arya real mad at him. You did the shit! You're the biggest shit in all of Westeros! <laughs> that was pretty great. I loved it when she yelled that. That was wonderful. But I am. I I don't know. Because she's gotta he's gotta do something to make her be like, F you, I'm leaving you behind. Yeah, exactly. Uh the only other baby spoiler thing is just I'm curious how they're gonna handle Tommen. Cause Book yeah. Tommen is all about his cats. Oh, so about <laughs> All about uh, stamping royal documents. It's oh, he, he loves it so much. God, he loves it though. Book Tommen is adorable. I love Book Tommen. Oh man, it is that weird like uh, gaggle of girls. With, uh, oh yeah, Marjorie. all of Marjorie's like buddy. Marjorie's little like like little click like trying to like like kind of like high school girls like bringing in like the little kid brother like into yeah her. like. Oh, like, like you should hang out with us. We're but Sir so Tom, sorry, Tom is like literally six in the book, right? I mean, he's yeah. he's like uh, a tiny baby. He's not quite that young. He's young. Let's say seven. I'll find out for fun. Eight. Um, I would say somewhere between seven and seventeen. We have guys. I just I just looked up Tom and Lannister. That's how I think of them as Lannister, but they're not. He's how Baratheon. Dare you? Uh, we have Iron Bank of Bravos written down in spoilers. Iron oh, Bank of Bravos. Yeah, she said you. You wanted to talk about Oh, yeah, that was was Tim, yeah. So, the weird thing with this is the fellow who was burned right around the time that, uh, I guess, of last episode was Alistair Florent, the previous hand to Stannis Baratheon, 
who wrote a letter offering up a marriage between, I believe, Tommen and Shireen to end the war. Stannis finds out that he writes this letter and gets really pissed that he does something with, he uses his name, he uses his power without Stannis's approval. So I'm kind of curious if they're going to use this letter to kind of do some sh- more shit to Davos. Hmm. I don't know why, but I'm just kind of curious why they would have something so similar to what happened in the books to someone that get, got scraped murdered as opposed to, oh, it's Davos. You're about, you've done a lot of bad things. You're on thin ice, Mistel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And also, there's the thing of, there in the trailer, we go to Bravos. So, how the fuck are we going to Bravos? Is it, do we just get there with Arya, or is Davos going to go with Stannis or something? Hmm. There's so much to do I'm, with. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Tommen's Wiki Ice and Fire page right now, and there's a quote by Tommen, and it says, when I'm king in my own right, I'm going to outlaw beats. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tommen in like a nutshell. That's true. And there's also a very adorable picture uh, of him with his cats. He couldn't decide which cat he wanted, so he got all three. He got all of them. He loves cats. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was. I know you were talking about real things. Yeah, we're recording a show. I don't know if we're talking about grown-up and, stuff. Okay. I'm talking about <laughs> Tommen and his cats. And he, how he hates beets. Also, Tom is supposed to be a chubmeister. He's so. a little chunky chug. He's nine. He's nine. That's what I was looking okay. up. He's nine years old. He's seven at the beginning of the series, but. Right. Yeah. Doing math. <laughs> Man. Good times. Whoa. Guys, what does that smell? This milk is rotten. <laughs>